Hey, it's Jamie Nicholson from Conjurive, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Welcome to Conjurive, the podcast for teenage doers. We talk all about online marketing, building your personal brand, and growing on social media in an age experiencing explosive online growth. This podcast will show you the answers and help you take social media by storm. In today's episode, we're going to be talking all about the importance and benefits, but also kind of fallbacks of having one large material goal. Obviously, it's never a good idea to get too attached to materialistic things. Dude, I sound like Ty Lopez. But it's not a good idea to get too attached to materials and just try to be in the chase of buying super expensive things just to get flex on people. Because it'll feel good in the moment, but ultimately... You'll, you'll just feel kind of depressed and, and unfulfilled and unsatisfied. So mainly just, I'd say just spend your time creating a lifestyle you want and like experiences like traveling or, I don't know, just things that make you happy. Like my cat who's sitting on my lap right now while I'm filming this. He, he makes me look really happy. But what are some examples of this big material goal that can also be used to motivate you, which we'll explain later in this episode? So it could be your dream house, it could be a supercar, it could be a new Rolex, it could be being able to take a one year long world cruise that's like 80 grand a person around the whole world, which I think would be sick, but I don't know if I could stay on a cruise ship for like 9 to 12 months. I don't know about you guys, but for fun, like whenever I'm bored in health class, and yeah, basically in health class I just... I just browsed Realtor.com the whole entire time. Realtor.com is pretty self-explanatory, but it's a website that you can go on and look at houses in any big city, or just basically any city or town within the United States. I think they have, like, some international places, but it's mainly in the U.S. And I like looking at super expensive houses, like, I guess for, like, where I am right now, my, like, dream, like, big materialistic gold price range for a house would be one to two million. And... I've, I've just been browsing there. I've also been kind of thinking where I want to live in. And ever since I went to Austin, Texas for spring break, I think it'd be awesome to live there. Except the weather there is it's rough because I'm, I'm looking at the weather right now. It's like 96, 100, 101, 102 every single day. And I, I don't know, maybe I live in Texas in the winter or something. I actually kind of like the heat, so I guess it wouldn't be that bad. But I remember I was going to Texas and... So it was just me and my friend Sydney going to Texas, and, like, there was three seats, and it was a full flight. There was three seats per row, and it was a full flight. So we were sitting next to, like, this nice old man that was also in a row, and he's like, oh, yeah, I grew up uh, in the Midwest, but ever since I went to Texas, I just fell in love with it. You know, once you go to Texas, you can't go, you can't just leave. And I was like, oh, that's, that's not true. Texas isn't that great. And now I'm like, yo, Texas would actually be pretty awesome to live. Because Texas is like one of seven states in the U.S. That where you don't have to report like state income tax or like pay it. So that's that's a lot of money saved right there, you know. So I think, yeah, Austin, Texas, it's also, it's a great city because they have a movement called, or they just have a movement where they want to support and protect local businesses so that the whole thing doesn't just turn into chain stores. And they also have really nice parks there. And I just think it'd be an awesome place to live overall. But now let's let's get back to my dream house. Alright, like I said before, um, before I got off onto a little a little tangent about living in Austin, Texas. I I browse Realtor.com for fun a lot and you know the 1.2 1, 1 to 2 million dollar price range. 
And I found literally after, after, you know, 30 minutes or like, I don't know, probably actually over an hour of browsing, I, I found my dream house. It's, y'all, if y'all want to know the address, it's 3108 Grandview Street. It costs $1.420 million. And it's 3,500 square feet, so it's a pretty good size. Not like huge, but it's also not tiny. It's four bedrooms. It has an attic room, and attic rooms, if you don't know, are just... Dude, I love attic rooms, but I don't have any in my house, unfortunately. Like, where the where the ceiling's all slanted and stuff. It's really nice inside. It's a new construction, and it's, it's a three-mile walk or drive to downtown. So I could, I could literally, like, walk or bike right to downtown super easily. But it's also in like, you know, a neighborhoody setting. It's also walking distance, like within half a mile of a bunch of awesome restaurants and stores in the area. And it's just an awesome house. Like it's one of those houses where like from the from the front it looks all like cute and small, but then the back is just like giant and gets it's like really big from the back. The only downside though is that in the back of it, like literally the backyard is the parking lot of funeral home. But <laughs> But I think I, can, I might be able to look past that. And since this house is 1.4 million, like, it's not it's not so expensive that it's, like, totally unreachable. Like, within the next 10 years, I think I'd be able, I think I'd like to be able to afford, like, a 1.4 million dollar house. Because it's, like, in the grand scheme of things, 1.4 million dollars is not, I think it's, like, a 7,000 dollar a month mortgage payment. But when I buy a house, I, I like to buy mostly with cash. Because mortgages... Like, there's such, like, a insane interest rate on them that you're paying, like, over, like, a couple hundred thousand more than what the house is actually worth. So, I don't, like, I get it's better for, like, financing and stuff. But, I, yeah. Alright, this is kind of a tangent, but before I could actually have enough funds to buy my dream house, I probably just want to rent apartments. Now, you guys might think I'm a huge hypocrite because in the beginning of this podcast, I was like, yo, don't get too attached to the to the materialistic things in life and focus on experiences and building up the dream lifestyle you have. But then the last four minutes, I just spent on a tangent about my dream house in Austin, Texas. So, but there's there's reason for that. And I'm going to explain to you guys how you can make your material goal more than just materials. And that is imagining the lifestyle you want once you can move out of your parents' house and, you know, move into your dream house and just, just start craving it. Like, I definitely crave the lifestyle once I get, once I get finally move out, you know, after I'm done with the, the next three years of high school, because I'm only about to be a sophomore, like I'm 15, so I, I still gotta be, be a little patient, but every single day, I just keep imagining the lifestyle I have once I live in that house, my dream house, 3108 Grandview Street in Austin, Texas, dude, this is gonna be weird, like, if this, someone moves into this house, and I'm just seeing their address on the internet, but yeah, there's so many different things about living in my own house I guess that'd be awesome like I I won't have any trust issues anymore where I'm like craving a honey crisp apple I go down to the fridge and discover that my brother has already eaten the last apple in our whole house or he's already eaten the rest of the LaCroix or he's already eaten the rest of Skinny Pop this is probably some deeper rooted trust issues but just little things like that about living alone and like oh since the house is like super close it's like a half a mile walk to different restaurants and stores in the area, then I'll just literally just be able to, like, walk somewhere and, like, get some, get some, like, breakfast sandwich or, like, walk to the grocery store to get stuff for dinner and, like, choose what I want to eat for dinner. And 
it'll be awesome. And especially since it's only like three miles from downtown, I could walk to downtown or I could bike to downtown. It really won't take much time. And just little things in lifestyle like that, that I just think will be awesome. And especially since I'm planning to start my own business and, you know, become an entrepreneur, then I'll have total freedom and control over my life. Decide where I want to be, when I want to be it, or decide where I want to be and when I want to be there. And then, yeah, just just keep visualizing the dream lifestyle you have that's in your, that's, you will have in your dream house. And next up, we're going to be talking about how you can actually find your material goal that, you know, will drive you forward. Now, how do you actually find what your dream house is or actually find your dream house? Obviously, it's one thing to think about what your dream house is, but it's one thing to actually go on Realtor.com, like search what's the awesomest city you ever want to live in and actually find a physical house. Because, like, I've obviously thought about, like, oh, yeah, I'd love to have a house in, like, the Hollywood Hills. It's, like, has, like big windows, but I haven't actually found a house like that that I'm, like, falling in love with. Obviously, there's really nice houses in the Hollywood Hills, but once I, like, in Austin, Texas, I found this, my dream house, 3108 Grandview Street. You guys can actually look it up if you want to see, like, pictures of it. It's, it's really nice. I, yeah, I love it, but just go on realtor.com, whatever your price range might be, like, if you're super ambitious, then you can put it even at, like, three to five million or, like, five million plus or, 10 million plus most places probably won't have 10 million plus dollar houses unless it's like new york city Hollywood, you know beverly hills austin texas probably is a, f- a couple but actually find the physical house like write down your your dream your like dream list of houses like if you guys ever watched house hunters then you'll know they write down like all their requirements in house like for example mine would be an attic room it would be space for a home office it would be a walk-in pantry. It would be new, like move-in ready, stuff like that. And just write down that. Find your dream house on realtor.com. It'll probably take a while because most places have like hundreds of houses for sale. So, you, so you're gonna have to like sift through all of them. But also think about like what location you want. So if there's a city you'd really love to live in, it's okay. You could even in like if you have a bunch of different cities you want to live in, like. If you would be like, yo, I want to live in Seattle, but also New York City, but also L.A., then just find houses in there. Dude, Seattle has awesome houses. I really like the houses in Seattle, but they're also super expensive. All right, but now this, I guess, if if your material goal is like a dream car, then you probably already know what that is because cars are not like a random thing like houses or a Rolex if you want to. Like, find a specific model of a Rolex and be like, yo, I want to fall in love with the lifestyle of checking the what time it is. I don't know. This this tactic that I'm talking about in this podcast episode really mainly works with houses. I guess it could also work with cars and Rolexes. And that's really what this one big material goal is for, is to... It's not so much about your dream house, your dream car, your dream Rolex or dream world cruise but it's a lifestyle that you can live and the lifestyle you can build around that and the freedom you'll have in it even if you don't want to start your own business like if if your dream is to work at Google then you could look up like apartments or or condos near the Google office in in New York City and be like yo this would be awesome I could walk to work every day I go to the convenience store or like Trader Joe's or something and cook dinner every night 
And it's really just because every single day I think about like the lifestyle that I could live once I move out and once I move into that dream house in Austin, Texas. And I don't know if you guys know Alex Becker, but he's also an entrepreneur that he posts a lot of YouTube ads. But he said that the house he lives in now, he passed it like five or ten years ago. And he's like, yo, whoever lives in that house must be super rich. And then every every day time he passed by, he's like, yo, that guy must be super rich. And then that house, actually the exact house that he always used to look at, went for sale. And now he actually just like bought it. So... I thought that was a funny story because he kept seeing that house to remind him, like, yo, that guy's super rich, like, he must work hard. And he worked hard, he was able to actually afford that house. So, I think that'd be awesome, I mean, hopefully, in 10 years, I'll, I'll find 3108 Grandview Street to be for sale. Just find another awesome house like that. But yeah, just having this in your mind, being uh, motivating you to work hard, create the, create the means so that you can live your dream lifestyle. And afford your dream house, afford your dream car. But then also focusing on experiences and not also materialistic things. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast. I hope you guys after this will go to Realtor.com, pick out your dream house, or also Zillow.com, I guess. And I'll see you guys in the next episode.